Standing on Solid Ground, I am your host of this motivational and inspirational podcast. And today I want to start a new series called the Mendacious Characters, meaning those um, individuals that were involved with or had some contact with essential warriors, but they were not such good people. They were not the type of individuals that you would want to have on your side on a daily basis. And today, I want to start with Laban. Laban was the father of Rachel and Leah, who also was the father-in-law of Jacob. Now, Laban was, the, the again, like I said, the father of Rachel and Leah, who had taken Jacob in. Uh, Jacob had came or, you know, had come to his home and asked for Rachel to be a part of his life, uh, to be his wife. And, you know, Laban had told him, well, if you dwell with us seven years and that you, um, maintain with us of course you can have Rachel Laman was kind of a user he was a deceiver he was somewhat of a hustler in that day and time those that will use you to get what they want from you so you will work harder to get what you want from them and in this case this is what Laban uh, Rachel and Leah's father did. He was a deceiver. He was a user, a manipulator. He thought that he can have Jacob main his land, his his flock, his sheep, his lamb, you know, all of the these herds of animals and take care of his land and take care of his animals and, and you know, where for in exchange for Rachel, his younger daughter. Well, he kind of slipped in Leah instead, the older daughter, because she was not as fair or as pretty as Rachel was. And in doing so, he knew that he really wanted to be with Rachel. You know, Laban knew that Jacob really wanted to be with Rachel. And in order for him to continue maining the land and taking care of his flock and hit around his, uh, his yard and his uh, land and everything, he knew to keep him there just a little bit longer, I'll go ahead and I'll slip Leah in instead. And then you want to throw in the law all of a sudden well we can't give our younger daughter to wife until we give the older daughter to wife so why wasn't that explained to Jacob before he dwelled with him that seven years a manipulator a user a mendacious person and so as you know, um, Jacob had to swallow this 
because now he has laid with Leah. He's wanting Rachel and he's wanting Rachel just so badly. He made a deal with them and stated, you know, if you stay with us another seven years, I'll give you Rachel. Well, you know, that is very condescending and very demeaning, very disrespectful to say the least. Because what you are doing, you are causing a very emotional part of Jacob to keep, he's doing everything he possibly can, possibly, from hitting you. You know, from saying, you know what, oh, forget it. I'm not going to stay with you another seven years. Here I am doing this and I'm doing that. You're laying back reaping all the benefits of my labor. And I can't even get what I want. Well, because of his desire being with Rachel, he dwelled with him another seven years. Well, of course, he went on, you know, Rachel went on to him and... Uh, he was able to be with the woman that he wanted to be with in the first place. Now, in doing so, unfortunately, Rachel was barren, but Leah wasn't. And he go and he lay up with Leah, and here comes the first child. And then he go and he's with her again and here is the second son third son before you know it he has six sons and a daughter Dinah with Leah and here is Rachel the most beautiful one out of the two is barren well you know have we all of you know women and I'm not I'm gonna get back to Laban but it's very interesting that we women we want a man to love us so much that we're willing to give them children and say if we give him this child he'll love me and we and we do get to be that way a little bit and you know of course rachel became resentful towards her sister because she was barren and leah was not but anyway laban actually began uh, seeing okay now that he has both of these women we uh, he's got to figure out another way to trick Jacob into staying well because Leah uh, because Leah was the one that was giving the children and Rachel was barren uh, God eventually had opened up her womb for her to have a child gave birth to this baby boy and you know now Jacob is ready to pack up his wives to pack up the concubines to pack up you know um, all of these women and his children that they can go their way well you know here Laban is again he's trying to hustle up a way to keep Jacob there because you know if he's tilling the land, if he's feeding the flock, if he's watering and making sure that they are fed and watered and, you know, what all the upkeep that is required for this. When he leaves, he got to go back doing this. And he's got to figure out, no, I can't let him go. I don't want to do this work. It's too much of our work. Let me go out here and figure out another way 
to get him to stay again. Well, eventually, yes, he did stay another seven years. But by this time, this is 21 years later. And, you know, um, Jay was not too happy. He said, now he's not paying me the way he's supposed to be paying me. I've done everything that he has requested me to do. He deceived me because he did not make me aware that I had to lay, I had to be with Leah. You know, that the oldest could not, uh, that the youngest could not be married before the oldest. The oldest had to be married first. You know, he did all this ungodliness. And Jacob wasn't liking it too much. And he was like, you know, just let us go. And see, I found it very interesting that they have to make the request known to the head of the house to let them go so they can journey on their way. But in this case, Laban was going to do everything that he possibly could do to keep Jacob from leaving because he did not want to do that work. And if you relate that in today's time, how many people you know or have come across where they will do everything that they possibly can do to keep you held back from doing the things that you want to do so they can consume your life because they don't want to do the work. You know, like someone that's living in your house home that cook, that clean, that do laundry, that main, you know, keep the kids, that do this and do that. And if they quit or leave, you're stuck doing this work and you don't want to do it. And that was the thing. If Jacob left, Laban did not want to do that work or his sons. They wanted to leave all that work up on Jacob. And I, I find that very, very, very disrespectful. But the angel of God had to come to Jacob and tell him, you know, you need to get your wives, the you know, their maids, all of your flock, everybody out. Because Laban is not doing right. Well, Laban had one more little thing that he wanted to do. He wanted him to pick out the clean animals and the spotted animals to raise them. And, you know, and to divide them. Well, you know, Jacob got smart. He said all those with speckles. And they are with blemishes and speckles and things that I don't want. I'm going to leave to Laban. And all those that are clean and pure, I'm going to take with me. Well, you know, the sons of Laban was thinking that Jacob was doing him an injustice. You know, like he robbing daddy. He's not doing right by daddy. He's taking all the good flock and leaving daddy all the bad flock. But rightfully so. Because... Laban did not do right by Jacob. He did not pay him according to how he promised him he was going to pay him. He didn't do right. He was a, dece a deceiver. He was very deceptive in his work. 
And, and you know, and Jacob was doing all the labor. And he didn't pay him rations according to how he had promised him that he was going to do. Well, God told him, you better get on up out of there. But the problem was the daughter, and I believe that it was Rebecca, I, and I have to go back and read that again because I've been reading and hearing and reading and hearing over and over again that it was so fascinating. Now I don't remember which daughter it was, had stole some things from their father. And when he stole the things, she stole these things from the father, you know, she had a head, I had a mouth. And she took them away and everything that, you know, Laban come looking for Jacob. And, you know, wanted to accuse him of stealing from him. He said, now wait a minute. You gonna tell me I'm stealing from you and yet you robbed me for the past 21 years. You haven't paid me according to my words. You haven't done right by me. And you're going to come and, uh, and say to me that I'm robbing from you? No. I'm not going to do that. I'm not going to sit here and accept that. But he did not know that one of his daughters had taken that those things from him. But, you know, she was laying up in the tent. And she was saying, you know, I can't move. You know, I'm 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 among this time, you know, and you know, to be purified and to clean. And I believe that was during her time of uh, her her monthly. And you know, so he didn't ask her to move, but he looked around to to see where all of the, the if he could find what was stolen from him, and he couldn't. Well, she had hid it away and tucked it away where it could not be found and she was found and it was she was laying on these pillows and her dad wasn't gonna go in there and tell her to move but the whole point is this you always gonna have that one person that's gonna run that hustle and although God saw what Laban was doing towards Jacob God yet blessed him. And although Jacob was possibly mad enough to want to put an end to Laban's life, he did not. But what he did, he made peace. In other words, he forgave him for what he did. But he had to go on and move on with his life because you know what? I believe that Jacob had to think about what he did to, to his brother, Esau. Taking his birthright and his blessing. So you have to kind of think back why these things was happening to you. Now, although God had anointed Jacob to do what he did, the way that he did it, it was deceitful. Think about it. What goes around, comes around. Whatsoever a man soweth, that shall he also reap. So, in closing, with this new series, Mendacious Characters, I want us to understand and to regulate 
that when we do something to someone, it doesn't always come back immediately. It can come back subtly. And in the case of Jacob, that's exactly what it did. It came back in a subtle way. Because if we go further on, Jacob had to make peace with Esau. And I will work with that story at a later time. So, Laban, the mendacious character, although he did wrong, God still blessed anyhow. This is Kim with Standing on Solid Ground. You have yourself a wonderful and blessed day.